You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. I'm so, I'm so frustrated with you that you're telling me that I didn't say that. I literally said that to you. Oh, okay. So the podcast is over. I feel like we've just been arguing the whole time. No, this is good. No, this it's is not. Good. You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered, and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. You sound horrible. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I actually feel worse than I sound. No, why would that make me feel better? I don't know. Yeah, I'm so glad Ryan's sick. We're a stupid idiot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This is uh been lingering. I was sick last week, and I have yeah, just been yeah. getting progressively worse. You know, I knew I was sick last week when I started calculating the amount of sleep I wasn't going to get. Yeah, I'm like, oh shoot, when am I going to get sleep to make this feel better? Yeah, it's not happening. And I went through my whole week. I'm like, and then I was like, by the way, I'm leaving. The next Mo- yeah, week. Monday I have an event. <laughs> Tuesday's Halloween. Wednesday we have an event. It was a lot. Thursday, you're gone. Friday, we have an event. Saturday, we have an event. Oh, I'm not going to sleep. Yeah. And uh, that's why I feel like this still. Right. Yeah. Well, I did tell you to go lay down multiple times and you're like, I can't. Well, because I can't. You can. You're just choosing not to. You absolutely can. It's not a choice when I have things. Well, true. You know what? We didn't have to podcast today. I said, you know what? We have an extra podcast. Worst case, we can podcast next week. And then we'll still be one week ahead. And you're like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because here's the thing. I now know. Yeah, but now you're going to be like, wah, wah, wah on this podcast. No, because because the, the gap, the week or two gap in between our podcast that we have pre-rolled is designed for the event that something happens and we have to cancel. No, I understand, but we're you never still a week be, away. But this, because I'm not feeling good, doesn't mean we have to cancel. Like, I'll just... I'll just plow through this. Don't complain. I'll then. just plow. I'm not, I, I haven't once complained. Yeah, yeah. You said, I don't have any time to sleep. And I said, you have choices. Yeah, but the, yeah, but we're, this, what? No, I'm not complaining about it. <laughs> Babe, I'm just kidding. I'm just you're saying, sick. I sound like garbage. I feel like garbage. I'm garbage. Not, I am garbage. I am garbage. I'm garbage. You're not taking care of yourself uh, I'm garbage. And it happens. You are so run down. We're doing so many things right now behind the sheen. What? Um, the what? Behind the sheen. Like the, like a sheen, like a shirt? Well, it was just me saying scenes weirdly. 
Anyways, let's yeah. move on. Behind the sheets. I have a whole bunch of random topics you to know discuss. What? No, I'm not talking about behind Under the, the sheets? sheets. We've already talked about Under this the on the sheets? podcast. Oh, I thought it was such a great okay, idea. Okay, you said that you have and I love you and you're annoying. So let's hear it's it. It's not an I love you and you're annoying Britney edition. It's more of like a, I've come to realize and I saw a podcast. I saw a podcast. You, you don't see those. Actually, I guess you can see those. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even listening to a podcast. <laughs> wow. This is going to be a train wreck mm-hmm. now that I just realized I can't process words. Uh, I saw a TikTok and it wasn't a TikTok. Oh my God. It was an Instagram thing. I saw a video on Instagram. It really doesn't matter. You can just be like, I saw something. I guys, no one's going to be like, that fucking guy's lying. Well, I don't want someone to fact, <laughs> I don't want someone to fact check me. And be like, I saw that okay. too, but that wasn't a podcast. Anyways. And it was like the honeydew. It's not the honeydew list. It's the let's do this right now list. And there's a guy, he's sitting on his phone and his wife asks him to do something. And the the caption is five seconds after my wife asks me to do something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you see the wife with all of the things that she asked him to do, walking past him, giving them the eye. It's like, I told you I would do that. But because this is what I've realized about women versus men. And I know that I'm like painting everyone with, with two different brushes here. So I do apologize for anyone who's offended by this. I'm just saying as a general rule of thumb, there are rule, there are like exceptions to the rules, but those are exceptions. General rule of thumb. When a woman asks a man to do something, she's not asking him to do something at a particular, at, at a time, like when it's convenient, she's asking them to do it right now. When a man asks a woman to do something, it's like, in, when it's convenient, can you do this for me? That's not true. And I literally say, hey, babe, whenever you have a moment, that's what I have added to my sentence because I know. And then you say, we we talk about this conditions of satisfaction. I'm like, hey, when you have a moment, can you bring your laundry upstairs? I did that today. Yeah. I didn't say, get your fucking ass right down right now. And you put this fucking laundry. No, I no. said, when you have a moment. But I know. But like, let's go, let's go back. Oh, the garbage. Can, and I said, can you take this out when you have a second? And you were like, you said, take this out right now. Like, yeah. I literally would never say that. Plus your parents were on the couch. I wasn't yeah, going to be was, like, it was like, excuse me, wow. bitch. No, but it's like. <laughs> When you're in the middle of something, and I don't mean this like, like, I'm not saying that you do this maliciously. I think you I don't. subconsciously don't, like, I don't think you're even aware of the fact that you do this. When you're in task mode, yeah. you need to complete said task. Yeah. And if I'm involved in said task, I'm involved in said task, whether I want to be or do not want to be. Well, I find that on the weekends, you are very like verbal about being like, yeah, we got to do this, this and this. But unless I like say, hey we're doing this. You will not do anything. You will sit down and you will relax because you're so busy throughout the week, which I understand, but we're both busy and we're adults. So we have to manage a house. I'm just saying, I, fi- <laughs> I find it fascinating that like, for instance, two, two or three weekends ago, we had to clean out the backyard and get it, com- get it completely prepared and put away for the winter, which by the way, thank you for doing that. Or for at least making me do that because since that whoa, weekend, whoa, whoa, what do you mean? Well, I, it, it, thank you for it, doing that. Like, like what you do for, you mean? Like, like, thank you for setting that up. Like, oh, thank you for like, well, you taking said thank the you actions. for letting me do that. Yeah, like you I actually didn't do it. I'm actually we the one. It. Like, I'm actually the one that that did most of it by myself. Remember, you're like, how come it's not tarped? I'm like, because there was only Are one of joking? us here. <laughs> I literally took out so many things while you were eating lunch. Yeah, it was, and I didn't. I said, can you come help me? And you're like, I'm just gonna eat my lunch. I said, no problem. And then I put away the you, two huge chairs. Yeah, started taking away the other chairs. Like, I'm just. Anyways, all I'm saying is I'm glad you did it. I'm glad you did it, but I didn't have any intentions of doing the backyard. And at the end, by the end of Saturday, I had taken all the water out of the hot tub, cleaned the hot tub, Mm -hmm. reset the hot tub, went to the store, bought all of the stuff for the hot tub. Mm -hmm. 
put away the uh, uh, put away well, all of right. put away all of our furniture, right. wrapped all of our furniture. And when you were at the store, what did I do? I don't know. Are the you I don't fucking know. kidding I me? Do. I have no idea what you're doing. I'm there. I'm not, I can't see through the country. Like I'm in another, I'm in literally in another township. How am I supposed to know what you're doing? I don't have you. I don't have an app that stares at you. That's weird. What did you do? I cleaned out the whole fucking garage. Are you oh, joking? Like the you? whole garage. I oh, moved I literally that. everything over. I put, there's like eight garbage bags in there. But, I swept, I cleaned, I cleaned fucking maggots sweetheart, that, off the ground. That's great. That's great. <laughs> what were you even doing? Faking the meat? Both kids were home. No, I had Riley. You had Riley, so I, I had, had the Riley. younger one. Yeah, Cooper wouldn't know. Anyways, I was joking. I You could have been you faking were not the I don't know. I'm glad you did that. I'm not saying. I feel I'm, very spicy just right to, now. Yeah, I, I can tell. Anyways, me. I'm not telling I'm not saying or suggesting that you did nothing during you were, that. What I'm saying and what I'm suggesting is I had zero plans to do any of that on the Saturday. Yeah. And by the end of the Saturday, and again, thankfully it was done because it's gotten really cold since yeah. that Saturday. What a great idea. I would have complained about it. Hundred percent. I agree. I'm agreeing. I'm just saying you decided that you wanted to do this. Oh, so then I had to do this is such my a point. Baby. I didn't it, we had to, we're adults. We don't have any other time. You were like the 11th hour man. You would have been like, well, it's December 31st. Let's take down Halloween. The 11th hour man's way better than the minute man. <laughs> oh You're welcome. Yeah. What would you rather, Brittany? <laughs> would you rather an 11th hour guy or a one minute man? It's not in the same context. So it doesn't matter. Okay. Fine. Anyways. So that's not my, I love you and you're annoying. I don't oh find, my God. I don't, that's not even it. No, I'm just saying like, I, I don't think that's annoying that you do that. I find it fascinating that you do oh, that. Oh, I think that's when someone says like, I find it so funny, but it's actually not funny at all. I don't find it it's funny. like you're I about find, to talk so much shit. No, I find it fascinating. Like I can't actually wrap my head around why it, it is that Okay. Way. So here's my insight. I find that, um, we've had this conversation before where it's like females think that, men can read their brains so that we get really annoyed when we're like, you should just know that I need help with X, Y, and Z. Right. And then we have the conversations about saying, well, you know what? We're doing each other a disservice. Like I'm basically setting you up for failure, Like he should know to do that. So then we have the topic of saying, you know what? I'll ask, I'll say, Hey, can you do this? And then you answer, yes, I can not right now, another time, whatever. And so then we continue to ask. And now we're being told that that's annoying when we're asking, like, what do you want from us? What do you want from me? Name that movie. Uh, I can name the actress. Okay. And it's, I know what you did last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it's, it's very confusing because we don't ask. We assume that, you know, and then you don't know. And so then we ask and then you're like, why are you fucking asking all the time? Like, I just want to relax. And it's just like, listen. I think you think that's how it works, but it it, it's not actually how it works. You're complaining that I'm asking you to do things and that I'm like, because you just admitted that you wouldn't do any of those things if I didn't bring it up. We're very, we are task oriented too in like the, the invisible work is what it's called. Like in the household, like the invisible things that need to get done, whether that's like cleaning the kids shower or the, or the bathroom, like things that no, aren't even on your vision. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is in a perfect world, if you wanted to do that on a Saturday, you'd say on a Thursday or a Wednesday or a Thursday, Hey Ryan, this Saturday we have no plans. What we really should do is the backyard. And I'd say, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. What actually happens is on Saturday morning, true. you decide to clean the backyard and now I'm enrolled. No, in that's it. not. I that's... literally have, I said to you this, this, this winter, well, you, oh. I said, we really need to clean the backyard. We have nothing going on next weekend. We should do that. <laughs> 
Yes, I did. You didn't say that at all. Yes, you just I did. Made I that no, up. I didn't. I, and this is, there is the a body most hilarious person? part. Is there a body language person? It is the most hilarious part your, that you don't even line. remember this. You're literally yeah. proving my point. Okay. Like I've mentioned this is to gaslighting. you, that it's not. Yeah, you're you're, it's you're called, making this up. I don't up. remember because I'm too busy. Oh, now you really are gaslighting. You're literally mimicking me. Ryan, and in a way I'm that actually so sound. annoyed right now. You I ha- I said, I said, it's going to get so cold. I do not want to be doing that backyard when it's freezing. We have nothing going on. This is the weekend when we missed Avery's birthday party. I know when it was. I'm so, I'm so frustrated with you that you're telling me that I didn't say that. I literally said that to you. Oh, okay. So the podcast is over. I feel like yeah. we've just been arguing the whole time. No, this is good. No, this it's is not. Good. Hey, let's, let's go to a story that happened to me, uh, at the school parking lot where a woman was really mad at me. We want to do that. Yeah. Let's go. do that. Cause I got like two women that let's are now go. mad at me. <laughs> Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes. The old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks. What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting up colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit good vibes with an S juice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with good vibes juice. <laughs> So uh, unlike my normal walking situations, but similar to my morning walking situations, I occur, I, I encountered a situation that I'm, I'm kind of com- complexed about, complexed about, perplexed about, perplexed. I'm perplexed about this situation and I am very empathetic to the situation and mm-hmm. I understand why the woman was angry, yeah, but I don't know, school problem. but I don't know how it was my fault. Like it's I, a school problem. Yeah. So in our school, there is a area it's a non-curbed area. Now, a non-curbed area 
should be a walking area. Like a path or, or wheelchair accessible or whatever. It should, in, it should indicate that there is no parking there. Yeah. So our school and where our children go to school, there is very defined areas of parking that are painted in green mm-hmm. and very defined areas of non-parking that are painted in red. And there's only one red area. Yeah. And the one red area isn't where you think the red right. area should be. It's for the bus. Right? And so I pull up and I don't really particularly like parking in this spot because I don't feel like it should be a parking spot, but it is a parking spot. And in the morning you park wherever you can park because it is congested. Yeah. And so I come up and I park in this spot. Now there's a curb to the right, there's a curb to the left, and there's this huge area right in front of the school, which is like Four deliveries, wheelchair accessible. Yeah. It's a walking thing. Keep in, right? in, keep in mind, literally every day a new parent is parked, parked there. there. It's not like this area is never being used. It's parked there. And so I parked there and I drop off Cooper. And then on my way back to the van, the Lamborghini, I see this poor woman carrying her child um, who is disabled and should be in a wheelchair carrying her across the parking lot because that spot that she should be parking in, I'm sitting in. Yeah. And I felt terrible, but keep in mind, it is a parking spot. It, it should not be a park. It should be blue. Yeah. If it's going to be any color, it should be blue and everyone should know that it should not be parked in. Mm Mm-hmm. And as, a, as she's carrying this, she gives me a, a dirty look, which is fine. Like, I understand I you, it. She said, you said she didn't know it was you. No, she knew it was me. She's no, staring at me. No, you said, this guy shouldn't be parked here. No. The woman that saw her carrying her was very empathetic to her situation and got extremely mad at me. Yeah. And was saying, that man should never park there. And like, huffing and puffing. And, and I'm sitting here thinking, well, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't park here. But it is a parking spot. So what should I do? Because every day since then, just to be clear, if, this didn't if happen you didn't today. park this there, someone else someone parked else there. parks yeah, there. Every, every single happens. day, someone parks there. Nobody should park there. And after that, I will say that every once in a while, they'll put up like um, yeah, the little pylons. Pylons. They should have those there. They always. should have them all there. All I the time. I think at the end of the day, all you can do here, and until the school decides to um, put the appropriate colors there to make sure that it is only utilized by wheelchair access or whatever is that you can just personally never park there so that you know that in yourself that you know that that's be the bigger person and watch everyone yes. else park there yes so it's you a can, prime parking so you spot. can say no it well i never did that anymore now that you know <laughs> now that you know though like you're not going to park there again i won't park there anymore that's what i'm no, saying 100 i won't there are see the thing is is where the where the uh where the disabled parking lots spots are is adjacent to that spot yeah so there is areas yes for but them that's to, confusing for people here because it really but they're in the wrong spot they're so much farther th- it doesn't matter they're way further than it's, they need to be the school needs to fix that because i agree that's super. Annoying. So if you if you listen to this podcast and you're the one that was angry at me, please know that I won't park there anymore for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But it's not really like I'm not really to blame for it. It is a parking spot. Okay. You know? I want to feel bad, but I am confused. I want to. It talk, is a spot. I want to talk about. Um, so we are going into the holiday season, and we've touched on this, I think, in the past years on the podcast, but not this specific situation, but as a whole, it's a good reminder. So our kids also trigger warning, not that you would ever be listening to our podcast with children around because absolutely not. But if they are like, stop it because we're about to talk about like Santa Claus and all that stuff. 
So our kids are still at the age that they believe in Santa. And we are also a family that enforces um, practices and, and talks about Santa Claus, right? Like there's a lot of families in the past couple of years who are very anti Santa Claus, which is totally fine. Like, I love that for you. I have nothing against that. Um, everybody's entitled to their own beliefs in that way. And this isn't like a religious thing. This is like families who believe that. No, well, no, there are Santa them. Claus isn't a religious. Thing. No, what I'm just saying, like what I'm saying, people and their beliefs, it's not that they're not believing in Santa Claus. Right. It's some families have chosen not to say Santa Claus is a real thing because there's a whole there's I'm not even going to get into that anyways. So we have these stupid elves, right? Are the elf on a shelf. Unfortunately, <laughs> when Riley was young, we actually knew nothing about Elf on the Shelf. Like we just was like, we're like, oh yeah, like Elf on the Shelf. And we didn't know that they weren't allowed to touch the elf. So like Riley has grown up with this elf and she's been able to like play with it. There's at the tea parties. And like we had friends come over and their, their kids were freaking out because she like she wasn't supposed to touch it. So we've adapted this new rule over the last couple of years. And now, by the way, our kids have 12. They are obsessed with the elves. But our kids are allowed to touch their elves because they have different magical powers. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> that sound I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> trying to keep, sexually. I'm no. trying to keep a straight face, but go on. Tell, I, tell the world how our kids are allowed to touch their own elves. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please go ahead. I mean, they're Do allowed, they rub them? They're or allowed they to just, pick them up and uh, move them around. Rub okay? the elf. way stop they're allowed to they're allowed to move their elves where other families are not allowed to touch them okay so we've had to tell their friends when they come over like their their elves are different okay so riley goes to school and her one friend is talking to her like oh the elves come tomorrow the elves come tomorrow it's november 1st And, and riley's like no they don't and this girl's like, yes, they do. She's adamant that they come tomorrow. And we've told Riley, like, they're not coming November 1st. They're going to come December 1st. Like, there's no way in hell I'm putting shit up for two months. The elves getting into all of that mischief, right? So they're talking back and forth. And Ryan's dropping. Ryan's, you're, like, overhearing this conversation, right? Or is this what Riley told no, you? No, I, I came in. I came in right. after the weekend because she said my elves showed up. I told oh, you that okay, it wait, showed yeah, up. Sorry, sorry. I you, was right and you right, were wrong. You left. So after, yeah. So then Riley goes to school and that's when you dropped her off. That and I, she was like, FYI, Riley, I told you my elves came. And uh, my elves showed up. And then Riley was like, what the hell, dad? Like looking at him like whatever. And then she goes, well, no, no, Riley says, Riley said to her, the way that it worked is R- Riley pole. says they go back and forth to the North Pole. Right. She says, no, they do not go back to the North Pole. Only their spirits go back to the North Pole. Your parents hide your elves. Right. Like just dropping this bomb on Riley. And so Riley looks at Ryan like, the fuck? Like, are you kidding? Like, have you been lying to me? And Ryan's like, that's not, that's not true little girl like trying like, to like talk about the whole hide face. these elves where would i hide them and riley has like access to everything in my so house so adamant like yes you do stop lying to her you hide the elves and riley is like what the fuck we actually have to have this conversation with her because i you were smiling and you were so mad when you came in you were like i mean it's not her fault like her parents have just had a different separate conversation but you were like she's ruining everything like i'm so pissed off because riley looked so angry at Ryan because he was like lying to her. So we, I'm like, you know what? Like we did with, you guys are allowed to touch them. We can just say like our elves are 
are different. Like they go back and forth. Some other elves, they're not allowed to touch them. And maybe that's what happens in their house. But whatever. The point of this whole thing is I think that as parents, it's our job to maybe have a conversation with our kids surrounding these um, traditions like Santa Claus, like the elves, because there are so many different varieties that are like that, that happen in the homes. And it's so easy for a child to come to school and just speak about like what, what happens in their house. It's just, I think that we need to do a better job as we do too, because again, like we ruined somebody else who came over and like, why are you touching your elves? I'm never going to be able to say that the same way ever again. But I think you just need to prepare your kids to be like, hey, listen, this isn't the same for every family. So when you go to school, don't be like your parents hide the elves or don't be like Santa Claus isn't real or like whatever it is. We just have to teach them to have a little bit more grace and maybe patience that things aren't the same in every household so that you're not ruining these moments for these kids, because that's something a parent should be able to be able to talk to their kid about. Right. Like. Yeah, I was the last, uh, I'm the last of three born in my family, two older sisters. So I was the last to find out about the old jolly old fat man not being the jolly old fat man. And I'll never forget it. I was sitting, I was sitting on the front of my house. I was eight years of age. I looked up, I was playing with my WWF toys, WWF, not WWE. <laughs> and I remember looking over at my dad and I said to him while he was cutting the grass, I said, dad, is Santa real? And he looks at me and he's like, no. <laughs> And I was devastated. I was <laughs> devastated. And the reason I did that is because Your my next dad, door neighbor, like, my next door neighbor, have a little bit more pre patience with you. My next door neighbor, Chris, said that Santa wasn't didn't wasn't real. And for me, I was looking for my dad to validate that he was wrong and that I was right. Right. And my dad just so nonchalantly laughed and said, "No." I'm so surprised he did that. I think he is too. Um, <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> That year, coming into grade three, I remember my mom telling me, now, Ryan, just because you know this doesn't mean that the people in your class know this. You cannot ruin this for them. This is magical for them. Because my mom is a huge, if my mom could be anything, she'd be Tinkerbell. Like my mom, I swear to God, it still thinks she's a child. And she believes so much in the magic of Christmas. Mm -hmm. Not Santa Claus, but the magic that Christmas gives you. And so my mom did not want me to ruin that. And right. I remember going to Miss Cher because Miss Cher made us write out all of the, like, what are we want for Christmas kind of list to the Santa Claus and they yeah. mailed them out. And I remember walking up to her and saying, I'm going to fill this out, but I know that Santa isn't real. My dad told me Santa's not real. But you said I'm, that to her? Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to fill this out so I don't ruin it for anybody Aww. else. Because I know that my parents prepared me for right. that. And that's so important. And this little girl's parents did not prepare them for this. And I'm afraid... That this year she's going to find out and she's going to tell all the kids. I Oh, you mean the friend, not Riley. Not Riley. Riley wouldn't, no, yeah. not Riley. Yeah. I don't want it. Listen, if you want to tell your kids the truth, tell them the truth, but don't, but make sure they're aware that they're not, it's not their job to tell everyone else. You have to clean up that conversation. Yeah. Like you have to finish it with, and we're trusting you with this information to keep that secret until you're older. You do not have the right or the privilege to share that information with any other child. That is something a parent is going to tell their child. You do not tell it. Yeah. Riley's nine and I Riley's know, nine. So now, now it's like, this might be the last year we get with Riley yeah. where this thing still is the magic that it is. But what I, because, because it's still so real for her, mm-hmm. what I don't want is for her to have a conversation where she asks a bunch of questions to this girl who mm-hmm. has the answers. And then after school, when we pick them up, 
and Cooper, five-year-old Cooper is in the car. I don't think she would She do asks it. these questions. She would because she's curious. Yeah, but I think she that she's smart for- enough, Rye. I think that she's smart. You know, Riley, I think that she would be curious, but I think that she would be smart enough not to do it in front of her four-year-old Four year younger old brother. For her to be smart enough to know to not do that in front of her five year old brother. Yeah. No, no, I was trying to say four years younger than her I brother. For her to do that, for her to do that, then she Girl would man. have to be somewhat aware of the fact that there's a, a distinct possibility that this isn't real. Well, if she. But if she believes it's real, it. then she's going to ask a real question like, was, w- this person said this and this person said this. Is that true? I don't want her to have that conversation with us. In front of her brother. I get it. I don't think she will. But she shouldn't way, have to. Either way. She's too young. Just take this as a PSA. All parents, if you are going to choose to tell your child that, you know, some of the magics of Christmas are not from Santa Claus and the elves, just make sure you clean up the conversation and let them know that this is, you are trusting them with the truth here, but they do not get to share that information with any other child. That is only something a parent or a guardian gets to share. Like, I think that should be like a, a known rule, Right. It's not. I know. Well, we're going to make it. Well, not only that, but like you're entrusting your child who's a child. And the thing about being a child is you want to be in the know. You want to know what everyone else doesn't know because you want people to be like, wow, that person knows this. And then like, do you think that there's like ever conversations with like kids who are like, yeah, well, like do you celebrate? And they're like asking or reading between the lines. Like, do you know? Do you, do you know what I know? Like, do you know what I mean? Do they ever have those conversations? Like, how does a child talk to another child? And then they both are in this like secret club about being like, yeah. Hey, Ryan. Yes. You stink. Um, okay. I stink too. Don't worry. Everyone actually stinks and it's normal to have body odor just in case you needed a reminder. Okay. Thank you for that. But the best part is you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Stay fresh, everyone. I know he's not real. I don't know. Cause that's definitely something I do not recall having conversations with. I do remember the... Thankfully, it happened because the year that I found out that Christmas leading up to that, my best buddy at the time, Chris Galashin, told me that my parents bought me something yeah. and I looked and yeah. I saw it. Uh, and then had I had I still thought, believed in Santa, had I still believed in Santa, I would have known that it didn't come from him because yeah. I would have seen it beforehand. He's like, oh, yeah, your mom told my mom that, you, <laughs> that she bought this for you. And I'm like, she did. And he's like, yeah. So I went looking for it. And it's the worst thing I ever did. I know it really is. I've never done it since. I agree. I did that once and I was like. (laughs) Yeah. Now now that I knew it was coming from Santa, but I was like, I was reading these books and uh, I like my parents still got us stockings and stuff. And I, my mom just put a blanket over our stocking stuff because we're like young adults. Like I think I was 15. (laughs) 
And I wanted to know so bad. So I went to her room one day and I, I took the books out and I read them at night and then I'd put them back. That's so, oh my God. It was the worst decision was I ever Potter made. Potter? No, it was, a, it was a, it was a vampire series, <laughs> yeah. but it wasn't, um, it was called marked and it was really good. Okay. Anyways, I want to go back to the school situation because I, I'm also proud of, of Riley and her friend, um, for this situation. So I guess during one of the <coughs> outside breaks, these girls, which is so funny, they were like, they're playing this game, mom, and they weren't including our friend. Do you know what the game they were playing was? Light as a feather, stiff as a board, light as a feather. Like, do you remember from the craft? How do I, defer- how do I forget that? And uh, so I guess these three, three, Invoke four girls. Invoke me, Mena. Invoke me. These four girls were playing this, trying to like lift this girl up <coughs> at recess, which is its own issue as in itself, but whatever. And so this, their friend, I'm not going to name names. Let's call her Kara. Kara came over and was like, can I play? With a C or a K? With a C. Okay. Sarah, Kara came over and was like, can I play? And the girls were like, no. You're not allowed to play. We don't want you to play. And Riley and her other friend, um, Scarlett, was like, like, what do you mean? And they were trying to stick up for Kara. And the girls were like, well, we don't we don't want her to play. And so then they Riley was like, well, then she's not playing. Neither is Scarlett. And we're going to go do something else. And like took the initiative to take the two girls and they went and played on their own. She was like, I don't I absolutely want nothing to do with your shit. And like took her away, removed her from that like emotional rejection and like created happiness. Like I was just so proud of her that she was like, no, like, and then they, both of them were over on the weekend and they retold us the story and it was so cute. Like they were just so like powerful. They're just like, we were not standing for that. And like we played and we didn't want to play with them anyways. And I was like, I love that. Being a kid is so tough. It really is. It is. is. I, I observe a lot when I'm dropping the kids off at school because well, nobody talks to me and I just, unless you try to be a grade eight student, yeah, Apparently, fuck those teachers. <laughs> I was going to say, apparently I just stare, but then I realized, well, I'm just staring at children. That's so that's kind of weird. weird too. Okay. So anyways, I observe a lot of the interactions between the children because I want to know, funny. I want to know what, like there's some kids in Riley's class that Riley and her friends don't really talk to. And I, and I don't like that. Yeah. Right. Like you can see, I don't like it. I'm like, how come you guys don't talk to this person? How come you guys don't hang out with this person or what's that person's in, into? Right. Right. Riley's like, I don't know what they're into. Well, why don't you ask what they're into? Right. So I, I want to try to make things as inclusive as possible. And I mean, inclusive isn't like bringing everybody together kind of thing. Like my mom and dad used to make me invite everybody yeah, to my birthday my parties. Parents. My whole entire class yeah. got invited because my mom never wanted to be in a situation where someone in the class right. wasn't invited. So we'd have, a, we'd have a big party in the basement with everybody. Anyways, I guess maybe I kind of grew up that way. But I'm watching uh, the other day and this kid, there's these two boys that are sitting beside this other boy. And the one kid's like, let's get up and go. And the one kid's like, I don't want to go. And so he's like, well, I'm going to go up and go. And the other buddy says, I'll go with you. And they start walking away. And as they're walking away, the one guy who didn't want to go now is in a pickle because he said he didn't want to go. But but the other two friends are going. So what does he do? This, I didn't like this. Is this in Riley's class? Yeah. Mm. He calls out to the one kid who says, yeah, I'll go with you. And says, hey. Come here for a second. I got I to ask you something. Well, the other kid keeps walking. And now the gap between the kids is way too far. Now this poor kid who decided to get up and walk over. Now he's now, now he's got to choose oh, where he dick. needs to go. And he comes over and this kid asks him a, asks him a question that was not a legit question. There was no need for him to What's ask that question. Color? All he wanted was, <laughs> hey, I, I made the decision to stay here. I thought you guys would stay here. You chose not to. Now I'm by myself. 
So I'm going to pull you back here so that I'm not by myself yeah. while that other kid is now by himself. You know what, though? I, I will say like sneaky, but also very sneaky. But I was also, impressed. Yes. Also impressive in a way that's like he wasn't like bullying the kid for like making him look like an idiot. Oh, like you're going with him instead of staying with me. Do you know what I mean? Like because that also happens and like he can be an asshole and he just decided to be a very calculated Secret asshole. Yeah, I just thought it was very manipulative. It is, but for I was, sure it I, is. Was cer- I was certainly impressed, impressed. with the, with the technique. But then I felt really bad for the kid because the one kid when he walked, he turned around to, to see his buddy, mm-hmm. and his buddy's back sitting down where he originally started. And it's like you can just see this power struggle of like both of these guys were alpha males, and then the one just totally dominated. Yeah, him. Um, I wanted to talk to you about something that has absolutely nothing to do with anything that we've spoken about, and I don't actually think you can answer this, but I'd like to know what you think. What your insight is on this about me okay (laughs) okay i saw something on tiktok and it was this girl talking about how she has issues with um like the last episode of a show and she can't watch it and i'm like you know what that is me like i if i'm reading a book series okay like that has like five six books i did this last year or two years ago i will not finish the last book and then and i like i've done this so many times and i don't know if it's like like armchair diagnosis, but I feel like there's something internally inside me that's like, well, I don't want this to end. So if I feel like I don't read the ending, then I can still stay in the space where it's like alive all the time. And she was talking about this because um, Matthew Perry died. Right. And she was like, I couldn't watch the last episode of Friends because then that whole space, even that that time in my life where I enjoyed that so much, it will no longer be nostalgic for me because it'll be officially over. And I'm like, I relate to this so hard because I do that with so many books and I do that with shows too. Not all the time because I do like to have like an ending of a show, but I do find like we'll watch one and I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I don't want to watch this anymore. And it's either when I really, really like something or I really don't. Like, obviously, if I stop watching something, I don't like it. But it's like in a weird way, I don't I want to always be in like a space of nostalgia for these things that I like love. And then when I when I finalize them, it's like I mourn them. Is that weird? My question for you, because I'm going to diagnose this, <laughs> but I have, I just have a couple of questions just okay, to get yeah, closer sure. to the diagnosis. How does that make you feel? <laughs> Do you think that this happened before or after kids? Oh, what an interesting question. Um, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. Like, I don't know when this started. I, w- I would, I would say... Uh, I would say before, because I remember like there's a bunch of books that I read before, like series that I would not finish. Okay. Do you find that this happens outside of <laughs> You're taking this out, so outside seriously. of an <laughs> outside of an entertainment factor? Do you find that this happens elsewhere in your life? Like, give me an example. What do you mean? Friendships, relationships. Like I don't. But how would that relate into a relationship? Closure. What, what, what I'm hearing is you don't like closure. But that's not true when it comes to relationships and friendships. I need closure. No, like, no, I, I no, think, no. Like closure as in like the end of something do you like things ending no but like no i don't think anyone really likes things ending but i think that when it comes to like this is why this question's hard because with a friendship i am really struggling in my life as we get older there are friends that i would say we probably have moved in different directions and they are quote unquote like it's it's over those friendships are over and that makes me really sad and it, there it, there hasn't really been like an official ending for that. 
But at the same time, like, I almost wish that there would be a conversation. Let me ask you this question. When it comes to boyfriends, did you break up with your boyfriends or did you just make it impossible for them to be with you? So they broke up with you. No, I broke up with them. Then I I got nothing. nothing. I got nothing. (laughs) I, I feel like there is some nothing. sort of I knew like, where I was going with this when, when the question with the kids, but then you answered it in differently. I, I than can I thought definitely you would. say that it was, it's been heightened since the children. Yeah. Which I, which I can understand maybe the angle you were going at with like, you know, staying in those moments of like, these are the good old days or whatever. Like those are the moments that I'm like yearning for and wanting to keep bottled up. And I don't ever want to like forget those. But at the same time, like I just, I don't know if that necessarily relates. It's more just when I'm looking at like fictional things and it obviously might have a correlation between my real life. Maybe I just am like so scared of losing these times. <laughs> I just well, never want them to end. I, I, I had this conversation with you the, the other day and it's been sitting with me ever since we've had this conversation. I said to you, if, if you could put me in a time machine and I knew what my life would look right. like at 55 regardless of whether I worked the next five years of my life, like if I knew you said one year, no next five years, well, if I knew one. maybe three, if I call it one year, sure. You, th- one I'm year. just saying you said one. If I, if I knew what my life looked like at 55, whether I worked this next year or not, whether I worked this year and I knew what my life looked like at 55, if I did not work this year mm-hmm. and I could see how drastically different they were. And if they weren't drastically different, I'll tell you right now, I would shut everything 100%. down right now. I would stop working. I take my children out of school and I would go away and I'd spend time with them because right now traveling the world, just doing anything with them mm-hmm. because I look at my life and the biggest struggle that I have. Yes, we work a lot. Yes, we're stressed out a lot. Yes, we've got a lot on our plate, but what eats me aside, what eat, what eats me inside, uh, eats me alive, what eats me <laughs> alive yes. inside. Yeah. <laughs> is the rubbing of those elves um <laughs> is the fact that everything that we're working towards has an end mm-hmm. but what we are missing is what's happening right now and i know cooper comes down sometimes when i'm in a meeting because we work from home and he comes out and he's like dad they can look at this watch this take this like paint with me draw with me color with me paint with me play with me do whatever these things and then riley's like hey dad let me like look, mm-hmm. look at my backflip look at this look at this and i'm in the meeting i'm like guys like I'm, in, I'm working right now. If I knew that my life would be just perfectly fine at 55 and my kids would be perfectly fine at 55 if I didn't work this year, yeah, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't think- because I don't know. There's never going to be a time in my life that I think is better than right now. Yeah, with because their ages. Cooper's and- five, mm-hmm. Riley's nine. Riley loves hanging out with me. Cooper loves hanging out with me. Cooper looks up like that dog that I, lo- I talked about the other day. Mm-hmm. He looks up and with up. me and like, he looks up at me yeah. and is like, got this smile on my face, like of, of approval. And I know at some point in time, A, he will be looking down on me because he'll be taller than I am. But he's not even that. At some point in time, I'll be looking across from him. Yeah. And he will be in his own world. He'll be in his own space with his own problems, his own things. And I just won't be the guy. And I know I won't be the guy with Riley. And I look at it right now and I'm like, I don't know how much longer we have of just this. Mm-hmm. If I could freeze time, I'd freeze time. But if I could shut it all down and just spend time in this space, I would. I think you have to give yourself, and I, I understand what you're saying, because I think any good parent has that those thoughts to be like, oh man, like if I'm not spending enough time with them, any good parent is has that on their radar. You know, like that guilt, that parent guilt makes you a good parent for even thinking about that. But I will say like you are, you yes, you are very busy, 
but you are also incredible. Like you will come down and you will like throw Cooper on the bed. You will color, you will practice and you're exhausted, but you push through it. And there are times and the kids just have to understand, like their parents work from home. Like it's shitty for us to be like, no, I can't, I'm working, but they have to understand that their parents also have responsibilities. Like it's a good balance. And I just, I just want to let you know that you come from an outsider who isn't an outsider, your wife, but even if I wasn't your wife, I would tell you this, you do such a good job at being so present with them and, and actually playing with them. Like such mm. a good job. Thanks, babe. Cooper did say to me yesterday, dad, you've been working all day and haven't played with me at all today. Yeah. And that was like, well, he's an asshole. And he's like, well, I know he's right. Like <laughs> it was six o'clock before I shut her down yeah, and then but, I put him to bed and went then, back baby, to work. There like, are other days where you finish work at three 30 and you play with him for two hours and then hop maybe back out for an hour. Like, it's it's a balance. It sucks. So it it sucks. does suck. But that's, being a parent, guys, it it's sucks. not easy. It being is mental sucks. warfare. Um, just kidding. It's the best thing. Enjoy the times where you're not working. Yeah. Just really zero in on it. Yeah. Otherwise, and, you might and, have a diagnosis where you don't want things to end. Or you have a cold that lasts you way longer than it's supposed to. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, we're done. I can't believe I got through this. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, thank you. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Beerley and I'm Jennifer Chaikin and we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the therapy group and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. Making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psychobabble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how. And work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. Hey.